Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. So happy to be here with you today. Happy Thursday. You are really going to love this show. Uh, The music in the background for another week or so is from our good friend, Mr. Ryan O'Neill. He's just the best. You may know him as Sleeping at Last. This is the Enneagram 7 song, and there's one for every number. Make sure you go listen and check that out from the Ennea Summer 2019. And today on the show, listen, here's the truth. You guys have been so awesome to request who you wish you could hear on the show, and I love hearing your suggestions. But there have been three names lately, probably in the past couple of years, that keep circling back. One was Ben Rector, and so we got him, and it is episode 130 back in April. Another, Hillary Scott. We got her the first week of July, episode 149, and today is Lauren Daigle. I am such a fan of this girl, y'all. I just love her. The last couple of years as we've gotten to be friends and spend some time together, I just adore her. Her most recent album, Look Up Child, is just, I mean, you know it. You've listened to it. It's like everybody's listening to it. And they just released the music video for Rescue. If you haven't watched it yet, stop right now. Stop your phone, go Google it and watch on YouTube or watch it wherever. It is unreal. We're going to talk all about it in the show. But And you also probably know that Lauren has faced some real challenges in the last year and has been pretty quiet. And I'm just so grateful that she came and talked to us and wanted to hang out with y'all and uh, me. So I'm really, really grateful. So here is my conversation with our friend Lauren Daigle. Lauren, we're going to go a lot of places. Okay. So, but you and I are I'm both really Enneagram excited. Sevens. Like, I've been counting down to this. Oh, thanks. I, you need to know. Like, legit counting down. Thank the you. second they talked about it, I was just using the bathroom right before this. You're welcome. And I was thinking, man, I am so grateful for the joy that you deposit into me. Thanks, like, friend. on just if I'm in a room with you, I feel solace. I feel comfort. I feel like, okay, there's someone else in my court. Like mm-hmm. we I feel like I know you more and I've don't I haven't read your books. Because, I'm not offended. Okay, good. It's not that because I don't girl. love you, but it's because I'm a worst reader You're ever. Fine. You're fine. But we have real friendship at the That's the thing. It's like I feel like I know you just in the way that you pour into me without even realizing that mm-hmm. you do it. So whenever yeah. she put this on the calendar, I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting. I've been waiting because I'm like, we can go a million we can places because I feel so safe with you. You could literally wow. ask me anything. Thank you. Well, we will go some places. Okay. If that's okay. Uh, I would love for you to start with, you took a year off before this album mm-hmm. because you felt like the Lord told you to, or you felt like, tell that story. I think that's yeah. really interesting about walking away because you were a trajectory mm-hmm. doing really well and then said, I think I need a year. Yeah. It's probably going to happen again. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. yes. I remember as it was December 25th. I got up. Of what year? 2017. Okay. And I remember um, it was Christmas Day. All of my family was coming in. I had just Nashville. finished to uh, Louisiana. I was at my oh, parents' house. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, and I remember feeling just, I was so tired. We had just finished the Behold Christmas tour. Yeah. It was the year I was with for King and Country. Mm-hmm. And I was not tired I was like sickly tired like it was like it had gone to the space of going and getting IVs like my body was just taking a toll and I remember you were getting IVs mm -hmm, like I would have like bouts of throwing up and then 
It was just all over the place. Like my body just couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah. And how old were you then? 20? 25. Okay. Yeah. Because oh we made the record at 26. Uh -huh. So yeah. Okay. So I remember that was kind of culminating many different things, not just, oh, the road life is wearing me out. Mm -hmm. It was like everything felt like it was crashing and burning because mm. I couldn't keep up with the with any rigor. Yeah, yeah, I just couldn't. Yeah. And so I said, God, I'm going to be really specific with this time before everyone shows up because I can't, I'm like at this space, I cannot see a human. On I'm Christmas just, morning. Yeah, it, I was so fried. So I got on my knees and I remember um, where my parents' like front bedroom is, the window goes all the way down to the floor. Uh-huh. It's like floor to ceiling. And I was on my knees in there. And I remember looking out. And I had read um, the passage in the Psalms about, though you sleep, I will provide. Mm. Even while you rest, I will provide for you. Yeah. And I just thought to myself, man, okay, that's what I need. Like, where has this striving come from? Mm. Like, where has this, like, tenacious striving come from? Not like... Oh, I hope I do good. Like it consumed every ounce of my life joyfully. Like some of it was actually like joyfully like, yeah, let's go get them. Like, yeah. like that kind of competitive vigor that's healthy. Mm -hmm. Like some of that was, was really good. But then there was this other portion of like, if I don't make it happen, then I am not, it's not even that it won't happen. It's that I'm not. And what is it? Uh, like, Making sure that I'm giving 100% in this meeting, making sure I'm, I'm giving right. 100% so on anywhere. stage, anywhere, making oh, sure right. I'm 100% oh, sure in my right. friendships, my making sure, like all of it. Mm. Like 98% does not cut it. 98% like is a C, yeah. and I don't do C. So oh, it was like the high driver in me uh -huh. was turning into the negative striving. Yeah. And high drive is great, it's fun, it's people who build businesses and have great relationships and all that stuff. But there's the other, the flip side of the coin is, okay, you can really be driving yourself into a hole so deep. And it's until you're like, wow, it's kind of dark in this hole. I thought we were working towards something. And you realize you're like, you're not going through a tunnel. You're just diving into a hole. And so Yikes. here I am. I get that passage. And do you pray on your knees a lot? Yeah, I used to every morning, every night. Like that was my routine. Oh, wow. um, and then I learned about OCD and I was like, oh, okay, maybe you need to chill. <laughs> no, You're like, is there, is the Lord's still listening. Yeah. If I'm sitting If I'm standing. laying in my bed yeah. and I'm half asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, I'm kidding. But yeah. that is where if I'm on my knees, it's like it is a mental action to, to quiet everything else sure. and be intentional. So that's what it was in that moment. I was like, I need to be low. Like sometimes I'll just mm. even go sit in the grass and it's like there's something about the posture of just being low. It's like it's not necessarily like, oh, I'm so not considered as much as it is. I need everything in the world to become small. There's mm. so much chaos going on. I'm going to get Gosh. really low so that everything else yeah. becomes really, really small. Mm -hmm. And then I can just like be before Jesus because yeah. everything else is quiet. So I get on my knees, that passage, like, even while you sleep, I will provide. And I was like, for some reason, because I was at that window, where the window was, it like looked out to the grass. And my yeah. parents have like 14 acres. So there's this big plot of land in front of that window. And I thought, 
God, there's that whole harvest thing mm-hmm. about the the seven years labor, the eighth year, it's like the time where the soil can't, nothing can happen. The yeah. soil has to rest. Yeah. And I was like, what, what is that again? So I, I went and I kind of meditated on that for a bit. And then I said, well, where did my music journey start? How many years into this am I? Because mm. I hadn't really like paid attention to the years. I was just kind of just doing going. it. Yeah, yeah, I know. And so he brought me back to American Idol mm-hmm. when I tried out for American Idol. And I tried out at 17, and then the first like main thing was at 18. So it had been the seven years. The seven years. I was 25. The American Idol thing happened at 18. Yeah. And I knew right then that he didn't just bring up a harvest for no reason in correlation to that verse. There was some connectivity there. Yeah. Like, even while you rest, I will provide. It's not a coincidence that I go thinking about the harvest and he tells me it's my eighth year. Right. So I knew for the Lord to honor and bless what is to come, He's the obedience factor would be rest. Mm. If I want to be obedient and receive, because it's really simple, faith and obedience combined, it receives His blessing. It's yeah. kind of like an easy formula. That's right. So... It's requiring faith mm-hmm. because it's when my career just started rocket launching. It's requiring faith. Because what song was before that? You say? No. Uh, no. It went, how can it be? Then first, then trust in you, then come alive. And because I was like, I'm taking a year off. They were like, well, we got to, we have to keep something in the mix. Mm-hmm. And oh, Lord ended up actually doing well at radio. Yeah. So that was kind of something that they can put and in. And you had the Behold Christmas album. And the Behold Christmas album. And then that's when you walk. And then that's when I walk. Gosh. And we had released a song with Switchfoot, Need to Breathe. Like yeah. everything was going in yeah. a very fast paced direction. And I remember just thinking, people are going to think I'm crazy, but he's saying right now, eighth year, Lauren, just rest. I've yeah. got, I will provide even while you sleep. Yeah. And it was not a coincidence that that became like, one of the most profitable years for me, and I did yeah. nothing. Yeah. It was kind of ironic. Yeah. <laughs> Not ironic, but... What it, did you do during the days? Um, did you travel? I went home. Yeah. I moved back to Louisiana for about six months. I got some news in our family that had shifted the course of our family. It was in a, in a permanent way, which is... It was turned out to be beautiful, but it was pretty intense for a yeah. bit. Yeah. And I think that's why God had me take off mm. in addition to the eighth yeah. year yeah. like there was purpose like, under there, yes yeah. and I, I would have missed out on an entire season with mm. my family mm-hmm. if I would have kept going in, yeah. a, in a space and time that was really appropriate for me to be there yeah. um, were you scared that you had lost everything if I didn't do the rest no when you decide to rest read you think what if no one listens when I come back no, it's okay, so, good. yeah, it's, I know it's so funny. I had so much peace. Good. Like the second he told me, I was like, oh, this is easy. Okay. Like it wasn't, the easiness came in the sense of when he says something and it's written on your heart uh-huh. already, uh-huh. the recognition of that space is really easy to run to. Yeah. The recognition of that peace is really easy to find shelter within. The hard is taking direct action so conceptually and even in my heart I was like oh I'm resting it's done like Mm -hmm. if he's if Mm -hmm. that's an easy go for me when I I had CMV when I was in high school two years homebound in my solitude 
that was where he met me so intensely. Like I could live my whole life off of just that two year experience. Wow. So I actually was looking forward to this like really quiet time. Yeah. Because you learned his voice. Yeah, because I that, love yeah, yeah so that. It, it feels so good. So I was like, all right, this is going to be beautiful. So in concept, that's like everything I'm running towards. In my heart, it's like where I'm I'm headed. But remember, there's this like little pesky, frustrating friend yeah. that is stiff-arming me called striving. Yeah. So I had to put that thing to death. And that was where the rigor kind of came in. That yeah. was where... Okay, I have to take direct action, and that direct action is what can be somewhat daunting. So, for instance, I'll give an example. I went to the team. I said, I'm going to take this amount of time off. My label was super understanding. Yeah, Lee, the team, everybody was super understanding. But what it also required of me was to lay down dreams that I had had mm. for that year, uh-huh. i.e., I wanted to write a, a children's book. Yeah. I had to forego that. I wanted to actually do a Christmas tour that year. Yeah. I had to forego that. We had to put the record off like almost another eight months or something, Mm -hmm. something like that. Those were the major things. And I felt like there was one other one, but there were were goals that I had for that year. And the thing about it is that was the stripped down version. Mm. That was after I had said, hey, I'm taking rest this year. Yeah. So, That's thunder, by the way. I love Just the saying, thunder. I, know, I, know, no, I have a thing with thunder. It's amazing. Yeah. I'll tell that story after. But because of the striving being so alive in that time, that kind of goes to show writing a children's book, doing a Christmas tour, writing the record, mm-hmm. and beginning to record, that was my off year. Oh, That's wow. what my brain... That's where my brain was. Like, right. I'm taking a year of rest. So the 20, the list of 20, let's deduce it to four. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then God's like, no, I asked you to rest though. Yeah. So then I had to say, well, what in this can stay? Mm. And none of it. Yeah. We had to just say no to all of it. And I moved home and I was with my family for six months and I walked in the grass. Yeah. <laughs> and that's about it. I'm like, what else did I do? Yeah. Not much. Yeah. <laughs> But it was it was really great, and, and he, he just was, couldn't have dreamed what would have happened with Look Up Child. Yeah, the thing that's nuts that I don't know if anybody knows, I traveled once in that I, I went to Tulum, Mexico, with my best friend a week before we started writing for the record. Okay, in that like six month off period, and in that time, I felt like God He had me lay in this hammock and write a list of all of my fears. Like every one of them. And it filled like four pages. The The irony is that I'm really not a fearful person. Yeah. Like I'm kind of fly by the seat of my pants. Yeah. I just love life. But there were these like secret mindsets mm. that I would like live out moments in. Yeah. And I started realizing like, huh, this is what got me here. Uh. These fears <laughs> are what got me yeah. to the place I'm in right yeah. now. It led me to not just wanting the rest, but needing it for sanity. Mm-hmm. And um, so after that trip, the thing that's wild is we wrote the songs, we recorded, and I guess started distributing, packaging, all the art direction, everything for Look Up Child in five months. Oh, my god! And an orchestra. Oh, wow. So it wasn't like... Yeah, we made a record, but we'd really been working on it for like five years. Yeah. It was like, yeah, we 
we wrote, made all the parts, recorded, yeah, art directed. Every element was done. M- music video, yeah, all of it within about five months, which Gosh. is <laughs> that's unbelievable. It's my it's mind yeah. blowing. So we. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Lord, for yeah. the rest before, because I was gonna <laughs> die knowing that timeline. Right. Like he knew he's like, oh, this will kill her. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. we're just gonna. If she works up to this, yeah. If she works it up to this, much, it's yeah. not gonna happen. Yeah. So, yeah, and his faithfulness on the other side was, it's miraculous. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, he said that. I mean, he said, if you just rest and trust me in the midst of the rest, if you, it was almost like he was having me surrender what was to come mm. prior. Like mm-hmm. he needed me to lay it down. Yeah. So that when it came, I wasn't overwhelmed, overcome, yeah. um, didn't have the glossy stars in the sky. Oh, my head's in the cloud, like lights, camera, action thing going yeah. on. Yeah. I could see clear. I knew that this was coming. He prepared me. Mm-hmm. There's that. Mm-hmm. It's really simple. Um, have you talked to Holly about this? Holly Miller? Because you know she no. took a season off too. And I'm taking this fall off. I'm not traveling this yeah, fall. Girl. And it was literally the Lord last fall. I mean, I called Lee the day after the Lord last fall just said, you're going to want to be home next fall. Mm-hmm. And I went, okay. I mean, yeah, I'm But I don't want to be home now. So Yeah, what? yeah. Like, yeah. I, it was like, okay, I don't know why. And yeah. so you just kind of, it's those seasons. The interesting thing about your story and my story and Holly's story too is none of those get to stay private because mm-hmm. everyone has to know, where's Lauren Daigle? Yeah. Why oh is Annie traveling? Yeah. Where's, you know, and you just go like, I don't know what's on the other side of yeah. this. Yeah. But the Lord has has a story he's telling and y'all just get to watch it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. I mean, me we too. just watch it. I feel like I like jumped in a river and the river is like pushing me. The current is pushing mm-hmm. me along, but I'm loving the water. Yeah. The water's the perfect temperature. Yeah. It's the perfect sunny sky. But there's a river flowing and it's gonna push you along. If you fight it, it's gonna be really difficult to swim. It's gonna be hard to maintain. But if you let the current push you, you can find real enjoyment in it. Uh-huh. That's kind of what it's like journeying with him. Does this feel different? This like I mean, you just toured like crazy. Mm-hmm. You're about to do an arena tour overseas, yeah. right? <laughs> overseas and arena. An arena tour, dude. Yeah, it's it's out of control. But here's the thing. So when I saw my friend's infinity song in the tunnel in New York City uh-huh. recently, I always go down there just to get like fresh eyes again because they're just busking in this tunnel and it's like the purest form of music and it makes my heart just leap that they're not like controlled or persuaded by this yeah. like external industry that's happening. They, I asked when I met them, I said, okay, so what's your goal? Like where do you want to go? with all of this like what yeah. do you want what do you want and they're like I was like don't you want to like get out of busking and they're like no I was like uh, wow they just love it they just yeah. love it anyway and that that is what I always go back to but I was sitting in there watching them and we were talking about touring and they're like man you've been killing it like and it didn't occur to me until that moment like wow they it's been almost a year since they were on tour with me. Like come, come September, October, like it's been a year. Yeah, That's so crazy. I felt like I was with them like two months ago. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, wow. So you're, you're, you've been touring like over a year for this record. Like it's probably, you're about to get a break soon, huh? I was like, yeah, I'm about to get a break. Like we have a break um, starting August, 2020. <laughs> And I was like, Lauren. it's not much longer. Like, we're doing it. Yeah. And they're like, 
what? Yeah, <laughs> they're like, yeah. you've got a year left. I was like, <laughs> yeah, but it didn't feel like that until you just said it. Like, yeah. I didn't really put two and two together, but it it is. It's the current, and it's it's all the motion of what is taking place. But you, but there just there just is something about having a date on the calendar where you go yeah. like, I can do anything if you tell me mm-hmm. August twenty twenty is coming. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's my wiring. It's like, all right. Let me pace myself. Mm-hmm. If I know I'm running a 5K, I'm going to pace myself differently than if I'm running a half marathon. Yeah, or, that's right. You know, you just know I don't run at all. I, well, Let you did a great known. example. Let that everyone, be known. I'm like, is there a, a half jogger. marathon 13 miles? <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Um, let me tell the story really quick about this thunder. Tell as many stories as you want to, yes. Okay, and then you can ask me all the really deep, intense questions. We're doing, no, this is exactly what I want to do. We're doing everything I want to do. Tell me about Thunder. Um, when we recorded the song Everything, uh-huh. if you listen like with headphones in, I think you can hear it if you listen in your car, but really if you listen with headphones, um, there is, it, it's not a bass or like a kick drum happening in the start of the song. It's Thunder. Really? So every single time we would work on that song, every time, like I could get tears in my eyes just uh-huh. thinking about the connection there. But every time we would work on it, it would start to rain. Really? And I feel like that song came in the in the exhaustion. Uh-huh. It was the song that I needed. I'll just sing just like a little piece of it. You give me everything. You give me everything. You give me everything. I need so that was like my uh, mantra if you will like the thing I would like sing over myself over and over and over if I'm on stage and I'm like I'm about to fall apart but I'm smiling for the camera like oh my gosh but um (laughs) I would just sing that chorus in my mind and it was like healing it felt so healing in a moment of like real exhaustion well I don't think that it was coincidence that every time we went to work on that track in the recording process, it would start to rain. It was like God's like water, just like stillness, like Mm. just that refreshing, like oh, the dry soil, that harvest thing, the dry soil. I'm going to just, I'm going to water it. The places that feel so empty and diluted and dormant, like you can't, there, nothing good will come of this. I, I'm just going to nourish those places. Yeah. So I don't think that it's coincidence that it's thundering right now mm. because this interaction is like nourishment for my soul, oh, like n- such nourishment. Yeah. It means, I mean, it is filling me up. Yeah. Just know. Wow. Thank yeah. You. So I, I think that God, it's God's little, little yeah. wink. I like, agree. I got you, girl. Um, let me tell you how I feel about the song, uh, This Girl Ain't Going Anywhere. Mm, okay. This Girl, I, I guess like is what it. it's this called. This Girl. I mean, I just would love to hear about you writing that because when I, I can play that every morning one time and just go like, I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, this will make me cry saying talking to you. It is the song that you go like, hey, I've looked, Mm -hmm. I've searched the world to find my heart and my heart is yours. Like I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. And sometimes when the internet gets mean or I'm too tired to keep doing this, I Mm -hmm. go like, you know what? This girl ain't going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about writing it. Okay. That is the exact sentiment that it was from. So this week in particular, I have been struggling with, am I still the same person that I was when I started this and God told me like that there is a 
deep seated I I don't like the word issue like that doesn't seem appropriate for this but uh-huh. there's like a deep longing or a deep sorrow of letting go of the past like I can't I have and the thing is I am like a whim chick like yeah. bring me on for the fun roller coaster ride I'm adrenaline junkie like I love thrill I love yeah. like spontaneity I'm I'm good when it comes to the future but not if it's at stake of the past. And interesting. Yeah, interesting. And so I wrestle all the time with am I still that girl that I was when I came into this? Like am I still that Why do you want to be? Her? Am I still I think because I've always perceived her as the best version of myself. Lauren. Isn't this it's so interesting. Like yeah. we're going in. We're yeah. going so in. But I say all of that to say about this song, I, that is like a thought I continuously wrestle. Mm-hmm. It's why I took the time off because mm-hmm. I felt like that girl was being stripped away. Or, there, and you know, my grandfather died and he called me that girl. That was his name for me. So uh-huh. every time I walk in the door, he said, That girl's here. Hey, <laughs> that girl. And then, like, if anyone was, coming over he'd be like that girl's gonna sing for you girl sing and like he was just a trip but his name his like name for me or even if he was talking about me mm-hmm. to his friends mm-hmm. like his little coffee crew he would say and I would be up in Nashville you know and he'd say you know that girl she's in Nashville she's making music mm-hmm. that girl he died four days before my first single came out oh gosh. he never saw it and uh but he did you know but he, he did. did oh he's you know dancing he right now yeah. I, i'm just like oh, i love it yeah but i think after losing him like i that's where trust me was written but i still there's like a part of me that hasn't moved on from the person that existed in that time frame because it was the richest version of myself and There's this interesting connection between... Do you think that's true, though? Do you think that's the richest version of yourself? I think it was the most untouched version of myself. Well, that's probably true. And so when I look at something being untouched, I, uh-huh. I look, I think, oh, that's the purest. That's the gold. Like, that's yeah. the richest. Yeah. And that's where I wrestle. The reality is not... That's not true. That's right. The reality is, well... If I've gone through this situation or this pain or this difficulty or this, it's actually removing the dross. That's right. And it's refined out. Fire. It's the refining. Yes, you're right. And, and I've got to keep that analogy at the forefront of my mind, mm. even if it feels like, yeah, but I've lost, I feel like I've lost so much to gain so much. Yeah. Like there's this really interesting exchange. I'm just being so honest right now, but I, I say all of that in context. So, so take that. In the weight of that, like, man, I'm still, it's four or three years later, because I started wrestling with that about three years ago. Mm-hmm. It's three years later, and I'm still not getting over this same hump. Yeah. And things take time, so I'm okay with it. That's like, right. I'm okay. This is called process. Yeah, that's right. And I don't know if you've heard this, but uh, Graham Cook did I a- I do love Graham Cook. Oh, my gosh. He did- a series on process. Have you heard uh-uh. of it? Oh my God. Like everybody podcast, we go, go listen, listen to it? Yes. Okay, we'll link to it in the show notes. It is yeah. like, it was like a series and they just gave me the disc, but uh- I think you can hear it. No, literally <laughs> like I'm old school. I am so old school. Like welcome to the 21st century. Did we talk about the 60,000 emails? 
<laughs> I'm like so behind times. But yeah, so they gave me a, a tape. Um, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Okay, so but, you've got the disc. So we'll, I got find, the disc. It. we'll find it. Graham Cook. It's about process. A, all about process. It okay. is. It was for me a life-changing experience. But he talks about the richness of process. So I am okay if this takes time. Yeah. But the song was written from the space of I felt like I have lost myself. Mm. I felt like there have been things that if I gave them up, if they were taken, if they were confused, if they were questioned, whatever, there is a new, there is something called growing up that you do have to lose pieces of what was around you. You don't have to lose your core. That's right. So I'm standing on the edge of this cliff in Australia and at the time, I was like, I was looking for home in a million different places. Yeah. And I was like, because I was on the quest of like finding that girl again, that girl, in quotes. Yeah. And um, I'm on this cliff in Australia and I'm. it's not a very common spot. Like this was a pretty remote space. I mean, we're talking like massive cliff yeah. over the ocean, not mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm on a rock. <laughs> like, cliff, cliff. Yeah. And in the rock, in the cliff, was etched the word home. Oh, wow. Someone, I mean, I don't know how Just they made that happen. Yeah. Like carved it for years probably uh-huh. to get that to happen. But yeah, it said home. And here I am like, oh my gosh, Lord, you're giving me a son. I'm meant to move to Australia. And I really want to marry right. an Australian. Like it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and my pastors were Australian. And so yeah. like, there's all that, right? So I'm like, I'm supposed to move to Australia. And it wasn't until like a year later, year and a half later after that experience that he said, no, 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 it's not that you're supposed to move to Australia. It's that you are looking for home in a million places Mm. because you have not found the home within you. You have not found the settled place. You have not found the foundation. And he said to me, don't you know that I have always had you and will always have you? And you can keep looking for home in a million different places, but you can search the world. That's where that saying came uh-huh. from. But you will never find what you will find in me ever. You have to come to terms with the fact that you will only find yourself when you look at yourself through my heart. Wow. So I've searched to find my heart is yours. Uh-huh. Search the world to find my heart. It belongs to you, God. Mm-hmm. I've looked for it in friendships. I've looked for it in thrill. I've looked for it in location, going on trips. I've looked for it in connectivity. Mm -hmm. I've looked for it in name it, what Mm -hmm. substance. I've looked for it in anything, music, in career, drive. I've looked for it everywhere. And until I come to terms with the the fact that I can only find that solace Mm -hmm. in him, I'll just keep spinning the world. I'll keep looking. So we're in the studio and... The way that that studio in particular is designed, there's this echo chamber. It's about two or three stories high. The roof is at probably like a uh, 60, well, no, it's actually probably like a 110 degree Uh angle. uh So I remember the way that the sound carried, I I wanted to find the, you can go into a room and find a reverberation in there that allows a spin to take place. It's not like this is really heady, but I'll, really I'll go it. there with you yeah, for yeah, just yeah. two seconds. 
if you walk into a room, there's a way you can get like a slap back. Uh huh. Depending on where you're facing. De- and, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, like if you sing a note into a, a specific area in a room, it can either have this like harsh slap back where it's like, oh, that did not sound good. Or it can have this like really pretty spin. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like the room becomes part of your voice yeah, or it becomes you. an instrument. So in that room in particular, O vowels sounded so beautiful at the specific register I was singing in. Oh my gosh. So this is so technical. I didn't so know technical. this happened. So I was in there and I remember like sitting in my one of the guys that was riding with us um, was pr- praying. And my producer was playing on the roads like while he was praying. And I got this melody and I remember thinking, get over the daggum prayer. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I am ready to tell to you sing. this melody. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he said, amen. And I said, okay, wait, before anyone says anything, like, I, I've got this melody. If I don't get it out right now, I'm going to lose it. Paul, keep playing that progression. I'll sing it over. And I remember the second I opened my mouth, like, I was hanging on to this O vowel. So I sang, This girl ain't gone anywhere. And I just did that. And they were like, hmm. Okay, and I I didn't realize that I said this girl ain't going anywhere because my grandmother is a grammar teacher, and if she heard me say ain't, she's uh-huh. like not about it, you uh-huh. know. So I didn't know that I had said that until one of the other writers said, "Hey, um, what was that? This girl ain't going anywhere thing." I was like, "What?" He's like, "You said that in the the I, I'm oh assuming it's the chorus part. You said that," and I remember feeling this major tear, the tear that I still wrestle with about losing just pieces of myself that I have in this journey of like, wow, okay, now there's lights in my face. There's people that I hug on the street that I don't know, but it's like this. But I would love to talk to people before, but now I'm nervous sometimes when I see people because I don't know what they're going to expect of me. This expectation, this demand, it's it's tearing things off of me that I loved about myself. Yeah. What is this? Wow. And... So he he said, like, you said that in the chorus. Where where was that? And I remember s- saying, like, huh, this is interesting. I want to keep that yeah. in there. And we came around to, and I kept saying, I've been a winding road. Like, oh, I know you know. Oh, I know you know. And that's where the O vowel sh- shape came in because nice. it sounded so pretty in that room. Yeah. Oh, did it oh, did oh. I've been a winding road. Oh, I know you know. Oh my gosh, there's so many O's. And yeah, and it's it meant something to me in that moment. But I think God was saying to me that this has been a journey. This has been like that process, the process. Yeah. But you will always find who you are when you when your heart is just poured in and soaked into who I am. Yeah. And through that experience. Even when I sing it on stage, it's like the prayer I sing over myself. Mm. And I didn't in the moment realize, like, this song is going to be called This Girl. Yeah. And it's almost like it holds hands to the name that my grandfather would call me, That Girl. Yes. So, yeah, that's kind of the 
the story and the sentiment behind that song. Not You are never too far gone. You're never too far lost, regardless of where you're looking, regardless yeah. of where you're searching, regardless of what stage of the process you're in. You will not go too far without him holding you. That verse that I just read it like the other night, which is so crazy because this was the verse that I read when I was sick, yeah. when I was when a child. School, yeah. yeah. And it was the first time I found the verse in that same Bible. Like I pulled up my old Bible. Uh -huh. So it's all worn and old and has all the writing and stuff in it. And I just so happened flipped open to that. And it's one of the thick ones. Uh -huh. So I just so happened to flip open to that in this phase where I'm like, God, I just miss who I, I used to be. Like I miss the, the simple things. I miss life just being a little simple. Yeah. And here I find the verse that he showed me years and years and years ago. Right. And it was, though they may stumble, they will never fall for his mighty right hand upholds them. It's in Psalm 37. Mm. And I think that that song is where that verse really gets its fullest glory, I guess, yeah. or its fullest moment. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation with Lauren to tell you about our friends over at Prep Dish. Y'all know how much I love Allison that runs Prep Dish and how much I love this service. It's actually a new like secret weapon for healthy, stress-free meals. Prep Dish is a meal planning service. And so every week you get an email with a grocery list and prep ahead instructions. So all of your meals are ready for the week. There's no guesswork needed. Now that I'm off the road this fall, I am so excited about Prep Dish. You'll do your chopping and mixing ahead of time, leaving you with like no decisions to be made at dinner time. If you have a crazy schedule, like you do, like I do, whether you have lots of kids or no kids or some kids or just a busy life, this is such a time saver. You're going to feel like a super mom or a super Annie or a super dude when you serve amazing, delicious meals uh, to yourself and to your family and to your friends. I think prep dish is so helpful. There's great recipes like smoky paprika chicken legs with a trio of roasted vegetables. I love roasted vegetables or the turkey and zucchini lasagna. That's so good. So Allison, our friend and the founder of Prep Dish, is offering you guys a free two-week trial just to try it out. You can't beat that. So check out prepdish.com slash Annie for this amazing deal. Also, just remember that however you eat, Prep Dish is ready to help you. They have gluten-free, paleo, keto options. And again, that's prepdish.com slash Annie for your first two weeks for free. This is a no-brainer. I hope you'll try it. And now back to the show. I think a thing that people know about you is how genuine your faith is. Mm -hmm. And then that is true. Your faith is, I mean, you know, scripture and you know, God's voice. And then last year, Christianity just eats you for lunch. Mm -hmm. How I just remember texting Lee and saying, what can we do for her? Oh, wow. I mean, I just remember going like, why are Christians doing this to her? How did you survive that? And why do you still like us? <laughs> the Lord told me in that time, I just want you to experience just a taste of what I endured. Wow. Just a taste. And Because um, you went home. You went back to mm -hmm. Louisiana. When everything after Ellen, yeah. after the radio interview. Yeah. When it all escalated. When it hit the fan. I just can't imagine what happened to your Twitter. 
Oh my I mean, God. We, the tissues are over there in the corner. <laughs> Will you hand us tissues? Sorry. When it hit the fan. Because um, at the same time, non-Christian, I'm about to preach, yeah. non-Christians are hearing you sing, <laughs> you say on television. Yeah. Non-Christians. They didn't know what the heck was going right. on. They're like, The what? Holy Spirit <laughs> is getting to move through your music and the lives of people who have never heard him before. Yeah. And our camp, your own people <laughs> are tearing you up. Yep. Yeah. And I'm saying R, but it wasn't me, but I'm going to stand yeah. with our people because yes. I know we're all Christians. Tell me what that was like. People said that this was going to happen. Everyone. They once said, it started getting mainstream. Yeah. Once it started getting mainstream, they said, get ready. The Christians are going to turn on you. And I said, no, 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 no. That's not the people I know. No way. No. I, I've met with these fans. Like, I don't even like using the word fans. Like, right. I've met with these people backstage and after the show. And I've given hugs and I've loved them. They know me. They know me. No, that that's not going to happen. I wish that the world wouldn't have such a jaded view of who the church is. Boy, boy, oh boy. It was really hard because I, I had taken a stand for them so many times right. when people would tell me that. I would say, that's not going to happen. I believe in who the church is and who they're becoming. And I will not falter in believing the best of them through my transition. Mm. And when it happened, I was like, dang, this is what I had been trying to protect myself from. Mm. And this is what I had actually been... More than myself, honestly, it's what I've been trying to protect the church from to the world. Yeah. I'd been working, I felt it, like I was working so hard to show the world that there are kind people in the church. And there are. That doesn't change. Right. There are. That does not change. It was not 100% of people who decided no. that you, yeah. No, it's such a small amount, but they're the, they're they're the so loud, loud ones. They're so yeah, loud. Yeah, they're just loud. So loud. Um, so I went home and I said, okay. I honestly denied it at first. At first, I was like, no, come on. Let's move on. We're going to the next show. Then Lee pulled me aside, and she was like, no, I I need you to understand the gravity of what is happening. Mm -hmm. There are radio stations that might be pulling your songs. There are, like, groups that are fully against you now. Like, it is a, it is happening. And you can ignore it, but you're ignoring it will allow you to not be aware of what probably is going to be coming your way in Q&As, and yeah. in meet and greets, in like I had people boycotting my shows like outside of the people that come to the shows with a bold statement against me yeah. outside of the venues. All of that started and I was like, what is going on? And um, I remember when it happened, just like I said, God just saying, it is an ounce of the betrayal I received. It is an ounce. My people rejected me. My my people, the ones I fought for, the ones I healed, the ones I was with. Peter, the years right. that, that I was with him, wow. he looked me in the face. These are people that aren't even incredibly close to you. Yeah. He was incredibly close to me and denied me in front of me. Mm -hmm. To the people that were rejecting me, he sided yeah. with them. Lauren, this is but an ounce, but I wanted you to know me more. Mm. And this, and so I chose. And just that for moment. people who are listening, you're not saying you're like Jesus. Oh you're my just gosh, saying no. he's letting he let he's you experience me in on a secret. Yeah. Oh, Lauren, that's how it felt. I've he said he says, search me, know the mysteries. There are mysteries he's to be unfolding. Me in on a secret. Unfolded. Yeah. So I looked at it as like, okay, 
I'm being let in on a secret that if people want to go there, they'll probably get the opportunity. He doesn't want to withhold himself from people. Um, but does oh, it mean that there's not pain? I, I've genuinely felt like this is a secret that he was allowing me to be a part of. Yeah. What an honor. And people ask, what do you do about the people who, who were against you? There was a bit of time where it felt like I'm just going to show them. I'm going to be rebellious. Uh-huh. Like, here's a twofold response. Right. Watch just, me double yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. Just as like holy and beautiful as that first whole thing sounded like, you get to share in the secret with me. There was also this like, but in that process, God, I'm going to show them who right. I am. Oh, no. I, I love a human. I wow. love a woman who's a human. I'm a human. And I just said, you know, that will eat me alive. Yeah. That won't do anything good, Lauren. Come on now. Yeah. Get it together. And um, I, he he gives you a patience if you will receive it. And I think it's unfolding still. I think it's... Do you me, still feel it? Um, I definitely don't feel it like I did. But what it created in me was a world of questions. And so now I felt myself questioning do I speak here do I say something here do I not say something here do I wait where is the potency if I use God in language is God the most appropriate in this sentence or in this and it makes you question everything it's annoying it's actually annoying because then it becomes not spirit-led but heady Mm -hmm. and it's not a place that I like to operate from right so I just don't like that and so someone told me you cannot now in making a stand for something, your authenticity is only going to become that much more rich. Mm. You're only actually going to stand behind the things that you really believe in yeah. when you realize that there's this much accusation on the other side. Mm-hmm. And that made me excited. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, I could do this. Yeah. Once you've been rejected, once you've been rejected a hundred times, it feels the same every single time. It doesn't wow. feel any better, but it just, but it, you, know. you recognize yeah. that that is the feeling. That feels ignorant even saying that, but it, you know what I'm saying. And so I think when it came to, it was the first time I had been publicly, I had worked so hard to keep people kind in my sphere of influence. I wanted a, a place where it was this beautiful emanating picture of what the church looked like. I, I wanted this idealistic place of zero controversy where people were holistic and kind to each other and rich. And when people started coming at each other on social platforms about me and my, I was like, this is such an enemy plan. And Mm -hmm. I'm not even like, I'm just not going to beat around the bush. That is how divisiveness, that is his goal in the church. Right. And people just, we're getting eaten Ate up by it, it still. Up. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, man, why didn't you see? Like, you don't have to agree with me. There's a lot of people I do not agree with. doesn't mean I won't stand beside them. Yeah. I'm pretty right. sure Jesus did not agree with the way that Rahab lived her life. Uh-huh. Maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe. But he certainly stood beside her. And he certainly used her as an incredible part of his plan. Right. So how can we now pick and choose who we're going to side with yeah. if it's close to the way that we have structured and mm-hmm. organized our lives and our theology mm-hmm. and our ideology. Mm-hmm. Cause at the end of it, 
how I kind of have come around. This might be a little brash or bold. People have really confused theology with ideology. Mm. If you look at Theo, if you look at God, there is one. There is one way. He is the way, the truth, the life. Yeah. I don't understand why we're all splitting hairs over these technicalities when there is only one way. But we've brought in our humanistic nature. That's where ideology comes in. Mm -hmm. And we've confused theology with ideology. That theology, there's one. There is one. I don't know why the church is running after denominational preferences. There is one way. It's it. You can come up with your systems, your checks and balances, but at the center, he is the almighty. Mm -hmm. There is only one way. Mm -hmm. And we take our humanistic nature and we interpret the Bible in a way that complements our belief systems or we derive our belief systems off of the Bible. But if it's not in a way that is holistic in, like I'm saying this in a sense of you see these theologians having these incredible debates. Some are beautiful, some are not. But if we're all this divided, how are, where is the way then? That gets really confusing to me. And that's where I say, this is now no longer theology. This has become an idealistic. Yeah. It's ideology. Because can you disagree with someone and battle and then eat dinner with them? Yeah. Like, can we just have some disagreements on where we stand on things, but still recognize? I mean, there are people on Twitter, I really dislike the things they say about other Christians. Yeah. Could The work is, could I still have dinner with them? Yeah. God, he showed me this verse last night where he said, do not hold a grudge against the son of God, the sons of God. Mm. Do not hold a grudge or loathe those that are my children. Wow. Instead, love your neighbor. That's hard yourself. for me. Quote, uh, like colon, 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 I am God. Mm. I am the Lord. So in that, it's like, man, Maybe I should work harder at not trying to disprove their reality and instead work harder to love them as my neighbor. Mm. That's genuinely it. It doesn't matter what our, someone else's reality can be completely different. If a girl is sex trafficked, her idea of who God is and the way he functions in this world is going to be completely different from the person who was born with a silver spoon in their mouth. It's just the way life works. That's right. We don't have to to work so hard to disprove each other's reality. Mm-hmm. Instead, instead, sit at the table, eat dinner together, yeah. get to know each other, and let God be the one that comes and convicts. Let God be the one that comes and sheds light. We deduce his Holy Spirit to our mouth. Mm. And that is a dangerous place. Yeah. I remember feeling that that quote um, where it says, Share the gospel at all times, and if you have to, use words. Yeah, There is a passage in Second Peter, and I can't remember the exact thing, but where it's saying, like, show the world who I am. If it has to use words, do it, but do it through action. When mm. words don't work, do it through action. Mm-hmm. And I've reached a place in my career where words are, are so potent, but they're very, uh, they have to be very acute. Mm. People are looking at all times yeah. from all different spaces. And... With that, I say, okay, God, what is stronger than in this moment? 
it might not be my words. Someone said on um, the social media, when on Instagram, when all of that was going on, and whoever you are, if you're listening, I hope you are, I will kiss your feet and wash them with my hair when I see you. Mm-hmm. But there was this, she was so beautiful in her approach to it all. She just said, guys, I'm just going to say, I, I really, I humbly don't know why we are chastising her. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're like trying to go against her in the way she's handling this. Do remember, God has not one voice, but a few different approaches to the way he speaks. Mm. He is the God of thunder, of lightning. He is loud. He is a, a strong God with a voice that will shake and, and make an earthquake in the world. Yeah. But he is also this still small voice that will wake you up with a whisper. And maybe right now in culture, who Lauren is to be is the whisper. And not the the loud thunder that is disrupting and shaking. Maybe she's supposed to just be the whisper, the whisper of hope, the whisper of kindness, the whisper of love. Doesn't mean that she is deducing his voice. It means she's taking on a different side of it. Right. Before it was the thunder. Now it's the whisper. It's still as much him as it was before. Yeah, and I had to. Uh, when I read, I, I added to that, but hers was just, she talked about the whisper, talked about the thunder. Yeah. And when I, I mean, that hit my heart so intensely because I was having questions. Like, God, I've always been used to just being really bold in my approach. My boldness isn't leaving. Mm. I still feel bold, but I feel like my my approach is, is um, it's not that it's changing as in lessening its intention it's changing in the sense that the ears are different the ears are different the ears are different i can't speak german to a french person they're not going right. to understand my voice right they're not going to understand my language so i can't speak in a world that they don't one they don't know two they don't care about the christianese right they don't want it they right. actually don't want it Right. So what's more impacting for me to speak in a language that they understand right. and to meet them where they are and to sit at the table and to understand who they are or to run in guns blazing, chariots of fire. Mm-hmm. Here I am. Here he is. Get a hold of it. Yeah. The Lord told me about Billy Graham. I said, God, please, Lord, I ask you, I just want the anointing that he carried Huh. I want the mantle that he carried. I want there to be a such a rich and potent awakening in the hearts of men. Maybe not necessarily the way he did it, but for whatever reason, in culture, in time, uh-huh. the words that he spoke were life to the right. world. Right. I mean, millions upon millions right. upon millions of people. He spoke with such connectivity. He spoke with such... It wasn't even that everything had to be eloquent as much as it was home, as much as it met people right where they were. Yeah. God, I want that type. If I don't see it, that's that's a huge ask, Lauren. I want that many people in heaven. Yeah. (laughs) I want that many people to just know. I don't want people to walk through this world with, with, it's not even about pain. Pain is a beautiful thing. I don't want them to walk void of hope, void of seeing 
the beauty that is to be beheld, yeah. the beauty that is around us. Like I really don't want there to be a lack in a human soul yeah. when we can be so vibrant to the world. We but can, to ask for that size mantle is so expensive for you. I think that's why the the that girl yeah. thing is so hard is because that's where my wrestle is is right. at all times. Like, right. okay, I'm losing more of who that person was when it was really small and simple and quiet. Yeah. And now this new world is, I just wish I could have sat and had a conversation with him and said, Billy, Billy Graham, yeah. yeah what uh, did you Would do you in that Billy? face? Would you call him Billy straight away? I know, I should have not said that, but that's maybe disrespectful. <laughs> but I would have been like, maybe Billy, you would have, let's have a conversation. Billy, I need your help. Yeah, before I you go. I, would have. <laughs> I, think, I think you Billy, should have. I'm going to hold your hand right now. Yeah. And I just need to ask a question. Because what people, what you're not asking God for is give me the stages like Billy Graham. You're asking, give me the mantle. Give me the influence. Mm-hmm. And you, you and I know, and the people yeah. listening know, like, that's a, that is heavy. Mm-hmm. And that is expensive. That's not asking, that's not rubbing Aladdin's lamp no. and getting like a genie, yeah. something good. This is like, mm-hmm. I'm going to pay for, for this. this. Yeah. And I, that's why the persecution was a secret, oh, right. a sharing in the secret. That's why he showed it to me that way. Lauren. Because it wasn't like, oh, dang, people don't like me anymore. Oh, man. As hard as that is, like uh-huh. that, for me, the person who like wants the world to be this this one big happy place like yeah. hippie land. No, I'm kidding. But no, I'm but like yeah. all I'm about it. Yeah. As much as that's what I really desired, Billy probably wasn't liked by everybody. And I have got to yeah, just grab a hold of that. Of that. Yep. Like he's, uh, he wasn't, why would I think I would? Um, but he did allow people to meet Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's what I care about. It is actually what I care about. I don't care how Christian it sounds. That is at the end of the day, that's all. I could play to a room of 200 people, and I promise I'll probably be more satisfied than playing to a stadium. But I want the people to know. I want the world. The verse that I, is always on the forefront of my mind is, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. Everyone will know yeah. who he is. So what do I do in life to be a part of that bringing the knowing? Yeah. What do I do to they will know? Depart from, from me, I did not know you. Okay, well, how can I collaborate the world with the word no? That's my goal. I want mm. them to know mm. who he is. I want that revelation to occur. Not for myself, I don't care. For them and yeah. for what he's asked of us. Yeah. Like, And that doesn't have to be like heavy and overbearing and all the negative things that yeah. can actually just come through action. Yeah. I had someone tell me the other day, I had goosebumps the entire time. I did a show. I didn't mention God one time, but in the music, yeah. like in my speaking moments, I'd never mentioned God. And she said, you don't understand. I have worked with everyone. Mm. I've done this for 30 years. I have never had that, whatever that was. And she said, I'm an atheist. I am an atheist. I was raised atheist. I don't know what that was, Come but on. I had hairs on my arms standing up the whole time. And that's when I sit back at home and I say, God, did I get it wrong all mm-hmm. that time? Like when I was like being so loud about who you were, like 
got this, Jesus this, I'm going to say all the right words in the next 45 seconds. And if I get as many Jesus cards in, then I'll be more holy than I was 45 seconds ago. And the world will know in a greater way. Or was that me like in my fervency, in my zeal, also striving Mm. and saying, Holy Spirit, this is what you have. That's why I said the Holy Spirit deduced to a mouthpiece. But it's interesting that he let the Holy Spirit rest on the shoulders of the men through a dove. Doves don't speak. Mm. They don't say human words. Right. How did they know that that was the image of the Holy Spirit resting on their shoulders as a dove? How did that woman know? How did that woman know yeah. there is something you're making me ask questions I've never asked before? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. What is going on? How did she know? Yeah. Had she not felt the Holy Spirit That's and it. his leaning, his inclination, without even my words, she could see the joy. Yeah. And she could could see. And if she only knew that show was so painful, that was the show that I was like, make it through the next song, make it through the next mm. song. And even in that, he met those people in the room. Yes. Outside of my human nature. Yeah. Outside weakness, of my. Yeah. 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 I mean, and I was watching Grey's Anatomy mm-hmm. and they were playing the song Rescue. Yeah. And I thought when people run into rescue, they end up at this girl. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> they hit Jesus, whether they know that or not. Mm-hmm. And now that's the next single, right? Rescue. Yes. Rescue is the next single. I mean, it's just amazing that. A song like that gets put out, just like you say, mm-hmm. on Ellen and on The Tonight. I mean, I was watching on The Tonight Show, and I was like, this girl, <laughs> this girl is preaching with Jimmy Fallon sitting right, right there. there. <laughs> and and he doesn't know why he is why the hairs on his arm are standing up. Yeah. But you're singing what God is saying to him. Yeah. And now you'll get to do it with Rescue, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about Rescue. Uh, you know... Whenever we started, I thought Rescue was going to be the song because we, you know, you go to Apple, you go to Spotify, you go to all these places to talk about the record. And the song that every one of those people connected with was Rescue. So when you say had the crossover success, we were like, wait, what? This is, this isn't the one that we thought it was going to be. This is so, which I kind of love that God has this infinite plan that, and that funny, the one's like, actually, I'll just take the one that has me talking. Yeah. And I'll put it, it in the mainstream. Oh, wait. Won't he do it? Yeah. <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> oh, there's an identity crisis in their youth. Uh-huh. Oh, there's an identity crisis in the world right now. Perfect. Let me go in and speak right. about identity. Right. Through my actual word. Like, right. you say. And period. then you stir him up, and then he yeah. rescues him. And then he rescues him. Right. It's not coincidence. It's not. He is. It's oh not. my gosh, I didn't even just put that together. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me so excited. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, it's beautiful that he would arrange it that way. You are, you just brought some serious revelation. I'm yeah. about to run around this room. <laughs> I'm, I literally just started sweating. <laughs> Woo, okay, we almost single yeah. rescue first, yeah. yeah, because that's what that's what like moved the room so right. much, right? And all those kind of like testing um, times of the record. Wow, that's freaking me out in the best way right now. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, I'm yeah, I'm okay. Get it together. I'm freaking out. That would be, of course, that of would course be what he, would. he did. Okay. Yeah, rescue. Because now so, Jimmy Fallon's going to get rescued. <laughs> right? That's like, what is happening? He got stirred up. That song mm-hmm. is, it was the most emotional song of the, that one combined with this girl, but it was the most emotional. Really? Rescue was. Rescue, yeah. Uh, it was written in the most personal way, that song was. 
And yeah, it's the most intimate. That song is the same. The demo vocal is the same as as what we have. Yeah, the so album version. So for people, demo is like the very first time you ever mm-hmm. sing it, just to get, just to get a Idea. lay a track down yeah. so that the musicians can play along and they can hear it. Yeah, and then that ended up being we never changed the vocal. Get out! I of didn't my even life. do a punch, like didn't even do a take. Nothing. That, that is the first time you ever sang it. First time I ever sang it. And Good gravy that that was cry. in the moment that we wrote the song. So we wrote that Morning. song within. Maybe two hours, maybe, maybe an hour, 15 minutes, and then sang it right after. And that that's what's on Grey's Anatomy. Is what is on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you could have written this story. I know. Like you could have come up with this. I know. I mean, who could have imagined? I know. That is really unreal. Uh, tell me about filming the video for Rescue. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh my Gorgeous orange dress in Alaska. Wow. Girl. Okay, so for everybody listening, we went to Alaska. Let me tell you, it was we were on a glacier. Yeah, now, here's the deal. I'm from the swamp. Yeah, swamp. Okay, this girl does not do frozen. Uh uh-uh. uh Like uh, who is that frozen chick? The girl that everybody's obsessed Elsa. with. Elsa. Elsa. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. You better stay away from me. Yeah. No. Elsa, you can go with your frozen self to somewhere else. <laughs> I am not cold girl at all yeah. i suggested we do the music video in a desert ah uh, they suggested a glacier they won yeah but again with they they are so powerful in your life they <laughs> all that to say we're standing on this glacier it is freezing cold yeah. i'm in a sleeveless dress yes i mean and then the second day we were shooting it was even colder than the first day i think i asked one of the guys i was like guys like with the wind chill, are we looking at like 35 degrees? Uh-huh. They're like, if even. Uh-huh. I was like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, in a You're dress a that yeah. I'm, it's like a sheer dress. I'm yes. like, I'm dying. Yeah. She gave me her jacket and I had hand warmers. <laughs> oh, wait, they froze because it. it was, we're You're on, on a glacier. Ice. You're on a glacier, to be fair. Gosh, I put them in my shoes and they are, they're like, they need oxygen. I'm like, how do you keep your feet warm? Yeah. My feet are on a Why do they need to breathe? A, an ice block. Yeah. Yeah. Why how would I expect? hear the music? How did you hear Rescue? So they have um, a playback feature. So every time they do the slate, uh-huh. it syncs with the the music so that they're recording in the same Got timing it. as okay. me singing. So you're hearing it. So I'm hearing it. So the beauty of this is that when I was in the most amount of pain is when I was the most emotional. Go figure. Oh, wow. I'm like, God, why do you always have to do that? Why do I have uh-huh. to be in pain for me to produce something pure? I don't understand. Listen, preach that for Lord. just a minute. Why do I have to be in pain to produce something pure? Every woman who's ever had a baby is like, yes. amen, because she had to be in pain to produce yeah, something pure. Exactly. Like that is, so I haven't had children, but Normal. that is... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hello, Eve. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a little piece. Eve, when I meet you in heaven, let's Listen, have this conversation I before her. I get there. That's right. She's going to have such a line, <laughs> a line of people who are like, just 10 seconds. God, are we about to punch her in the face like <laughs> one by one? No, I'm kidding. I'm Gosh, kidding. I'm kidding. Punch her in the face. I'm so joking. Eve, I love okay, you. Okay, so We're you're out there freezing. Friends. And so, but you're singing. I like apples. I eat apples every day. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't even an apple. Whatever. So. I, I'm out there singing. It is freezing cold, and 
I was starting in some ways, like starting to lose my faculties. I went into the, we were helicoptered into all the spaces. So I went into the helicopter and I asked the pilot because they live there. I was like, I need to know at what point am I like entering the danger zone of hypothermia. The entire time the song was playing. So when I had to do the playback, like, or when I had to sing a piece of it, sink of rescue right now, I will send out an army to find you in the middle of the darkest night. It's true. I will rescue you. Just glacier. 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 Just imagine that. <laughs> glacier. There it is. On top of a mountain. Um, but yeah, it's funny. Every time I was singing it, mm. I didn't feel any of the cold. It's like all the cold left. Wow. It's like warmth came over my body the entire time. Yeah. And then the second they stopped, I was frozen again. Wow. But call it adrenaline. Call it just like God being Holy even Spirit, in these little details. Yes. Like the little detail of him saying like, I want you to feel the weight of it even right now. Mm. I want you to feel the, the lyric even right now. Mm. It's super, that sounds so dramatic. It actually wasn't dramatic. No, it was actually it just really chill. Yeah. But there was just like him saying, I'm right here too. Yeah. And I mean, people can go watch it right now on YouTube. Yes, oh, it's, it's out. And I mean, the landscape, I want everyone to feel that intrinsic thing that happens with music mm. through the visual as well. Yeah. There's like something that happens in music where it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what language you speak. People can, it's a spiritual thing. Yeah. People can feel music and people can understand music mm-hmm. regardless of where they're at. So I was like how the potency of this song reaches people in a million different ways. I, I met with this girl in Germany and she said, I was struggling like really hard with an eating disorder and there were there were a lot of things that were going on in her life yeah. she was in high school and she heard rescue mm-hmm. and she said i knew if there was that one someone that could save you well then there must be a someone that can save me too get out of here and i want that sentiment yeah. to be captured not only in the song in the sound in the emotion but also in the visual that was my my goal was that people could see this established hope through watching a piece that kind of like allows them to be outside of themselves. I, in order to film it, I actually had to be outside of myself. Like (laughs) it was so cold, but. And there's um, something about established hope because hope feels, um, a lot of times when we feel hope, we feel like it's fleeting mm -hmm. and to call it established hope, like, Oh, I can stand on this. Yes. Yeah. Rescues. Yeah. And the thing about it is established hope, I would stand on a mountain on the side of the mountain and I would say, I really want to go to that mountain. Hmm. Okay. I wonder if they can helicopter us there. And they would say, Oh, that's deceiving. That's actually like 45 minutes away. Oh, wow. And you're like, wait, no, that mountain is, it's right there. Mm -hmm. It's right there. They're like, no, no, no. It's, it's actually pretty far. And then like when we would land on the glaciers, I would feel like, oh, okay, we're probably like that rock. Like it looks from the helicopter, like that little part of the glacier. Mm-hmm. It's about probably the size of like a oversized rock. Mm-hmm. And then they'd say, no, that's actually two football fields. That's how large oh that gosh. piece of the glacier is. You're like, wait, what? It it was so 
it was so hard Deceiving to perceive. On your eyes. Yes, yeah. it was like an optical illusion yeah. everywhere. Well, I feel like that is what it can feel like when you're wrestling through mm. that hope. But none of it was fleeting. Yeah, it was established. That glacier, it's established. Mm-hmm. It's moving, but it doesn't lose its its intensity, its placement, its richness, its color it doesn't lose any of those things that's how hope is it is actually there it is there it is as firm as a mountain it is real hope will always be beckoning at your door Mm. but it is taking a moment to say where where is it all right oh i see it it's right there that mountain okay i see it it's it is a 45 minute flight away yeah but it's right there and it's it is Firm. Yes. That's a solid, that is a rock of a mountain right there. Yeah. So it is established. The imagery felt so anchored. Mm. Um, while I was there, it felt like, man, go figure. We were outside of Anchorage, Alaska. Right. But it did, it felt very anchored, very fundamental. Like you could see the years and years and years and years and years and years and years when you were standing there yeah. of this thing coming into being. And I remember in that feeling, there's this one scene where I, you'll see it in the video. It's a drone shot. I'm standing on the edge of a cliff and it's wrapping, the drone is wrapping around me and it's kind of showing the viewer what type of landscape we are in. Yeah. And just to soak in that moment, to me, when I say established hope, that's the visual I'm seeing paired with that ah, phrasing. Okay. When you watch. Okay. There's that. <laughs> Man, that is, I mean, I just, I, I'm a big fan of us going into the mainstream area and bringing Jesus in a way that sneaks up on people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be the most fun thing to watch. Yeah. It already has been fun to watch for you, but to watch with rescue. I, I mean, every time we see you seeing it on TV, we can go, okay, mm-hmm. Lord, yeah. you do that. You tell them. Yeah. You tell them this you're a rescuer. This little girl from Germany. Yeah. She didn't know. Yeah. She didn't know. She just said there, I knew that if there was a someone for you, then there'd be yeah. someone to come for me. Yeah. And that was enough to get her out of the eating disorder, mm. get her staying alive, mm-hmm. getting her focused. Like that was enough. And yeah. that's where I say, all right, God, my, my dream is to say, okay, now here's Jesus. But no. He'll find her. He'll, he knows. He already did, right? Her name. Yeah, yeah. He knows. That's right. He knows like where she's at. He knows the story. He knows mm-hmm. all of it. Oh, so. Okay, Lauren, you are welcome back here anytime. Thank you. Of course you are. I want to And I do want you to hear hear me say this, but I'm going to say this in front of all of our friends listening. I am on your team. Whatever you you say, whatever stand you take, wherever this God walks in, you have me on your team. Thank you, Annie. I feel that. Yeah. You are doing the hard work of balancing what 99% of this planet never has to balance. Mm. You are representing an entire tribe of people that you did not ask to represent. And you are walking into a group of people who have not invited you and nobody gets that. And so those of us who are listening and those of us who have your phone number, we are on your team. So I want you to hear me say, I am on your team (laughs) and I, you are going to screw up. And so am I, Yeah, not everything's going to go right. And people are going to handle things wrong that we thought we were handling right. And that's just okay. But you and I, I'm for you. Thank you. And I believe you when you say you know God and love God. Mm-hmm. And you make me love him more too. I've, we've sat in the same room and prayed. Yeah. And I've listened to your insecurities and you've listened to mine. And 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 I I have seen 
um, that you know Jesus. Oh, and thank so you. I am excited to see in 50 years how we know him better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We well, are just we'll do getting this again started. in 50 years okay. and we'll talk about Billy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll know. <laughs> we'll know what that Billy Graham mantle is like on you, my friend. Oh, um, I don't want this to end. I feel like it's like, I feel like we could do three more hours, but we I shouldn't. Know. I know. I don't but even know we how will. long we've I know. been we, in here. I know. There have been a couple of names that people bring to me all the time on social media. They're like, please have. And it's you. You're oh, one of the ones man. that people are always like, where's, I mean, the day that we recorded this, I put it on Instagram and everybody was like, emojis, explosions. Yes, have her. I was like, well, duh, you guys. Oh um, my gosh, so, I love it. So we share a lot of people. Thanks guys, I love you too. I know, right? It's so sweet. <laughs> um, but the last question we always ask on the show, and you're, we're going to love this because you're an Enneagram 7. Oh, uh, yeah. the, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, what do you do for fun? Oh my gosh, eat. Eat. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Eat. My manager just said, do we have another three hours? <laughs> Look, I was reading... Oh my gosh, no, Richard Branson quotes uh-huh. yesterday. Okay, feels normal. Just a feels random normal. Google when you can't sleep. I Googled Richard Branson quotes. Richard Branson has a daggum brilliant business. That is the truth. Oh my gosh, like I'm so he inspired. He got known an island because he's dumb. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, you you want to know the irony behind that statement you just said? Uh-huh. He was dyslexic, failed the school life pretty roughly. Yeah. And bullied, he was bullied, uh, and went into the library to work on, like, his skills, yeah. his academic skills, to try to, like, one, escape bullying, two, make it. Uh-huh. He started getting, I guess, into a little bit of trouble or something, and ended up dropping out of school. Really? In I like, did not know I that. think it was in, like, um, middle school or high school. <gasps> like, like he like dropped out early. Multi, multi oh billionaire. But guess why? Dyslexic. My word. He was dyslexic. And I come from a family of dyslexic uh-huh. people. And so I always try to find stories about dyslexia yeah. and people like overcoming it. And he said it was actually his greatest tool because it allowed him to think outside of the box. Oh, sure. It, it made him dream in ways and it made him like vigorously running after things that you know, were told he couldn't do. So when his principal was expelling him from school, he didn't drop out. I just remembered he was expelled. expelled. But he never went back. After he was expelled, he was like, that's that. His principal looked at him and said, you will be one of two things. You will either be in prison or you will be a millionaire. Uh Uh-uh. And sure enough, he (laughs) became a billionaire. Yeah, no joke. So super inspiring story. And he's incredible the way that he... I have never obviously worked with him, although he is building a hotel near where I live. Yeah. I've never worked with him or anything, but I glean a lot from him. And one of his quotes that I read yesterday was, make sure that everything that you do is enjoyed and fun. Mm. When it comes to work, make sure it's fun. Yeah. And I, well, I'm i like, that's kind of how I try to do things the best yeah. I can. Sometimes it's intense. Sometimes it's not always fun. But my goal is to always... Let fun be the thing that yeah, leads the charge. Me too, Let it ma'am. be. So when we finished Rescue, while we were talking about it, when uh-huh. we finished shooting that video, I moved my flight the next morning. I had a flight out early out of Alaska. Moved my flight, and we all went on an ATV excursion, riding four wheelers and like Polaris's and yeah, all these things, like well through done. the mountains, through the water, through the mud, all the things. Yeah, um, it was so much fun. So I love anything outdoors. I love 
nature. I love hiking. I love walking. Me I love too. sitting. Yeah. For fun. <laughs> I love art, like going to art galleries. Yeah. I love honestly, as weird as certain people are they're like, I don't do music because uh-huh. I do music. Uh-huh. My favorite thing in the world is to go see shows. Yes, you love it. I love it. Yeah. Like I try to get a show a week if I can. Really? Like, just like to, a little one here in town. Either here in one. town, yeah. a big one, any it doesn't matter. Yeah. I just like I love going to see Tell me about Mumford in Paris. Oh my you know I almost gosh. flew out with y'all. I know. I almost came. I wish you came. Was it unbelievable? Oh, I was like, that would have been the absolute cherry. We were oh. so jet lagged and out of our minds. Yeah. Perfect. Let's do it. Yeah. So we had landed in Paris that like hours before yes. and then went to see Mumford. And yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah. They're extraordinary life. Talk extraordinary. about um, hairs on your arm standing mm-hmm. up. I'm like, I, I, someday when Marcus Mumford is sitting there, I'm going to be like, I need you to tell me what you know about God that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because there is something you do mm-hmm. from stage yeah. that translates gospel to me, yeah. whether you mean to or not. Yeah. I think what it is, is um, his one, there's such a vulnerability in his delivery. Mm. Like, you feel you feel like it, the yeah. blood, sweat, and tears, mm-hmm. and anytime someone exudes that, it you do see the image of God. Yeah, because that's what He exuded. Yep, and that's like that's good. You, we're made in His image, yep. so when someone exudes the imagery of Christ, mm-hmm. it's like instant. We're yeah. gonna feel it. Yeah. So whether He intends to or not, His humanistic right. Self screaming his lungs out, sweating, veins popping everywhere. Yeah. Like it makes you hurt with yeah. him in the detail of his lyric, in the yeah. detail of his delivery, but also rejoice in yeah. the way he has like those up tempo, like Irish yeah. kind of thing. Uh, Did y'all, so do y'all know his manager, Beth? Do y'all know Beth? No. Their whole camp carries that, like, we love this yeah. feel. Yeah. And you just go, like, I know, I know mm-hmm. you do. I know you do. Yep. Okay. And where do, so one more question and then we will no, be I'm done. Down. Uh, you said eating. Where's yes. your, tell us like favorite meal in New Orleans. Help me be better at Ooh, being. Gosh, that's hard. Cajun. Okay. Oh, okay. So you want a Cajun meal? Yeah. I, I mean, love a New Orleans meal. Love. Call me crazy, but I'm the oysters girl. Okay. Give me some oysters. Raw. raw. I'm down with them raw. If I'm going to get raw, then I go to, um, it's only escaping me. It's right next to the Ace Hotel. Where's Seaworthy? Okay. It's called Seaworthy. Um, French Quarter or down there? Area? That is on the outskirts of the French Quarter. Okay. Um, Seaworthy. It's amazing. Check okay. it out. Raw oysters. Amazing. Um, and then Drago's. That's like classic. It's You're going to be waiting for two hours. It's but that sort of thing. Just do it. But their charbroiled oysters are so good. Charbroiled oysters. Charbroiled oysters. <laughs> they so good, y'all. I could put that accent on real quick. Uh-huh. I don't know how to say it not like I that. Don't, yeah, no, no, it's fine. It's beautiful. Okay, so the go get those oysters. Okay. And that's also right outside the French Quarter. Okay. Lauren, thank you, friend. I love you. Oh. I'm proud of you. Thank you for being here. This is so good. We're cheering for oh, you. This is so good. Annie, anytime. Okay. Like, let's do We're it We're just again. getting started. Please, please. Yeah. This is beautiful. You guys, I mean, she sang to us. Are you kidding me? 
I cannot believe we just got Lauren Daigle to sing on the pod. I think that's the first. Y'all can tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me what episode. Tell me who else sang to us. But I feel like she's the first one to really sing to us. That was awesome. And just so um, honest and open and kind. And and if you loved her before, I bet you just um, love her even more now. I sure do. I'm really, really grateful for her. So make sure you go watch Rescue, that new video they filmed in Alaska. It's gorgeous. And grab a copy of Look Up Child if you do not have it already. Then my guess is most of you do like I do and have gifted it to a billion people like I did. But make sure you grab a copy of Look Up Child. And make sure you give Lauren a follow on social media. Tell her thank you for being on the show and something that stood out to you. What a great opportunity we have to remind her that we are on her team. So if you get a chance to do that, I think that would mean a lot. We can maybe part of what we get to do this week and this weekend is balance out some of what um, the influx of unkindness she received and we get to do the opposite. So if you get a chance to tell her how great you think she is and how much her words matter to you, I think that would matter to her. If you need anything else from me, I'm embarrassingly easy to find. You know this. Annie F. Downs. F as in freezing because that girl was freezing in Alaska. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places, wherever you need me. That is how you can find me. And if you have a friend in your life that loves Lauren Daigle, make sure you send them this episode so they can listen along as well. I think that's it for me today. You guys go out and do something that sounds fun to you. And I will do the same. And we will see you back here on Monday. Have a great weekend.